Welcome to The Empathic Advantage, a podcast dedicated to empowering purposeful entrepreneurs and leaders who are compelled to do things differently. I'm your host, Hanna Marikiris, and in this podcast, I'm asking, how can the empathic, purposeful, and sensitive people build businesses that not only set their souls on fire and bring them the financial freedom they've always dreamed of, but also make the world a better place in the process? We'll discuss strategies to start, grow, and scale an aligned business. We'll talk money, mindset, mental health, and how to remain centered and grounded, and most importantly, yourself, throughout your entrepreneurial journey. So if you're ready to explore the possibility that your sensitive nature is truly nothing you need to fix, and that you can have the business and life you want, not despite your empathic nature, but because of it, well, then you're home, my friend. I truly believe that now more than ever, the world needs our business landscape to be shaped by more empathic values. So join me and my guests to get inspired on how you can put your empathic advantage to work for you. So let's jump right in, shall we? Hello, everyone. I am so excited that you're joining me here today. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Um, today's guest, Kendall Hitch is a real treat to anybody who believes, as I do, that the nervous system is the underlying foundation to our health and happiness and everything that we want to achieve in life starts with the state our nervous system is in. And with Kendall, who is an integrative health practitioner, she's going to tell you all about what that means. Um, we are diving into what the nervous system, what kind of a role the nervous system plays in our business success, as well as in other areas of our life. How do we make sure that we are keeping our nervous system and our whole body healthy throughout the ebbs and flows of whatever challenges and whatever our ambition wants to have us do? Um, and, and really, she's going to walk us through a couple of practices there as well. So um, without further ado, I think I'm going to just stop talking for now and just introduce you to Kendall. Hi, Kendall. I am so glad that you're joining me for this episode today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for this conversation. So am I, because I think that when we discussed like what today's topic could be and we landed on nervous system, which is your forte I got so excited I couldn't even tell you how you know strongly I feel like this needs to be addressed from that point where we're talking about entrepreneurship so I'm so very excited to get this conversation going and and hearing your thoughts on that because you are working with people one-on-one -on -one every day but I'm getting ahead of myself so go ahead and and give us a little bit more about your background um, how did you end up working with the nervous system? Yes, 100%. So I am an integrative health practitioner. So I do work with people kind of in a holistic health space. You could, however you want to frame that. Um, I'm currently focusing my, my practice on women's hormonal health. And part of that has come from my own journey of at a very young age, um, having this huge health crash that had to do with hormones for me, but also had to do with di several diagnoses of autoimmune conditions, chronic fatigue, um, 
And why I focus so much on the nervous system with my clients, with my work is also stemming back from my own journey. Because essentially I had this huge health crash. I had these diagnoses and um, I wasn't really given any sort of hope of getting better. And the solution was let's stay on several very intense prescription medications the rest of your life that can have very intense long-term consequences. And also that you're probably going to have a shortened lifespan. You're probably just going to get worse, right? You might not be able to have a family, all of this kind of stuff. So that was the answer the conventional medical system gave me. And that was very depressing. And I, at some point, decided to say, you know what, let's look at another option, another perspective, because I can't live like this and just give up my power at 21 years old. Um, so I started looking at the alternative health space. And one of the first things I came across was something called mindfulness-based stress reduction. And I basically went away to this kind of retreat center in Spain. And one of the first things we learned about during my time there was the nervous system. And this was like so revolutionary for me because all of the symptoms that were listed for like hyperarousal and being out of balance, I was like, okay, checking every one of those off that, you know, had supposedly, according to the doctors, that was my autoimmune disease. But I was like, well, maybe my nervous system is really out of balance. So I started working on that piece and my life completely changed when I understood that I actually had control over my nervous system and from that are stress hormones right cortisol is a huge offender in a lot of these chronic diseases so that was my starting point where i decided to really dig in deep and learn about it from their career change a lot of education but that has always been my base is helping people understand like this has to be in check for you to be healthy in numerous areas of your life mm. So I'm assuming that what changed for you, obviously, mostly was just the pure like health aspect of it all. But when it comes to kind of other areas of your life, did you find or what kind of changes did you find there? Like what did that shift allow you to do? Did you kind of start thinking about life differently? Did you start, I don't know, was was there an effect on your ambition or your motivation like what, what was that shift like? Yeah, 100%. I think that it allows you to live life not from now a reactive standpoint, but from a standpoint where you actually feel like you have agency in your life. Because if I think about my life before I started to do this work and understand this, I always felt that I was just living from moment to moment, reacting to whatever came up. Sometimes that meant living in fear and living in constant anxiety about every area. And even though I had had success, you know, in university and starting out in my career, I never felt that sense of kind of peace, ease, right? Whereas after, and of course, I'm not perfect, it's still an ongoing process and it's still work we all have to do but it's just a completely different way to approach life. So now I just feel like I am more in charge. 
of my life, of my health, of the way I present myself in relationships, whether it's family, whether it's work. Um, I'm not sitting there kind of like on this roller coaster, just waiting to see how my body reacts. And I think that's the biggest difference is having that sense of, um, of autonomy. Mm. Mm -hmm. That is, that is so, I mean, I am such a geek for the nervous system myself as well, because, you know, somebody who has um, anxieties and who has, you know, I know nervous system dysregulation so very well. And I know a lot of people do. And it's, I'm wondering like what for you, so, okay. So you learned about the nervous system and then also what for you was kind of like, did you take away any specific tools? And we're going to get to a practice later on, but like what, what were the real tangible things that kind of made that shift for you? Yeah, I think that's a great question because I think the nervous system gets talked about a lot now, more so than in the past, like on social media and all of that. But I think a lot of people, um, I don't want to say they have it wrong, but I think it's kind of a complex question to say, how can I regulate my nervous system? Because it's not like everyone's going to have the same answer. So practices are really important because they give us the ability to self-regulate. Like when it comes to, I'm a huge fan of starting with the breath, right? We all breathe and understanding the fact that the way we breathe directly impacts our nervous system. And we have the power to modulate that I think is extremely empowering. Um, but then beyond that, so I have those practices that are foundational, but it's like, we also have to look at our life. Um, if we're in alignment with our life, if we're in alignment with our relationships, we have to even look at things like our nutrition and our movement and our light exposure to sunlight and all of this, because all of those things impact the nervous system. And I think a lot of people, when they hear nervous system, they think, oh, it's only about, you know, kind of this mental health, where really for me, it's like breaking that barrier because mental health and physical health are the same thing. And the nervous system doesn't just exist in your brain, it exists in your entire body. So it's also going to perceive if you're very inflamed, right? You're eating very, very inflammatory food all the time. It's going to perceive if you're not sleeping. It's going to perceive if you're in a relationship where you don't feel safe and you don't feel appreciated. And it's going to perceive if you're never going outside and getting that natural light. So it's, it's kind of complex, you know, to really fully dig in there. But starting with something like the breath, I think is really powerful because you realize how much power you have over the nervous system. Mm. So tell us a little bit more about your practice day-to-day -day, meaning the work you do with people your entrepreneurial journey um, a little bit more as well absolutely yeah so I'm right now working say 90 percent online about 10 percent in person um, in a functional nutrition space as a functional nutrition practitioner and what that really is for me because sometimes people throw that word around and we don't know what that means for them it's kind of a naturopathic approach to nutrition and natural medicine. 
um, but combined with a lot of modern day science and research about how the body works. So that's really what it is. And I really am working right now a lot with women struggling with infertility, unexplained infertility, um, PCOS, endometriosis, basically hormonal-based issues. And it's really interesting, this topic of the nervous system with these women, because what we find biochemically is our stress hormone, cortisol is our main stress hormone, uh, actually affects all of our other hormones. So when cortisol is off, our insulin and our blood sugar regulation, right? Glucose is off. Our thyroid can become out of balance. And then our female hormones, right? Between progesterone, estrogen, and even testosterone. So it's um, all with that base, which I tell my clients all the time of the cortisol, of our stress hormones and feeling safe in our body, in our life. Um, and are there you know, supplements that can help with that, herbs that can help with that. Sure, of course they are. But if we have big foundational things that are not happening in our life, um, that's going to trump over an herb or a supplement. So that's really big. And um, yeah, and that's where I'm at right now in my entrepreneurial journey. You know, it's, it's growing just like all entrepreneurs. I think we're all... Um, every day learning something new and trying to just understand how our vision can interact with the world around us, not get too discouraged, right, by the waves of entrepreneurship, which can be a, a big stressor in itself, for sure. Mm. So let's speak a little bit to the entrepreneurial, the, the, the link between entrepreneur, entrepreneurs and kind of their nervous system like what kinds of things do you see working day to day in that space that are affected when it comes to our ability to put that vision forth and and really live that that purpose and kind of go after those goals and i don't know earn that money like what what do you see are kind of the links between there oh my gosh it's huge i think this could be like a course or a podcast and you know and i can't say i'm a master of this because it's something i'm still working on for myself um as a person who's come from a history of trauma and a really dysregulated nervous system it's challenging for me to step into this entrepreneurial space especially now where we have to put ourselves out to the world on social media and that can be very triggering for someone who is going through some sort of, we could call it an imbalance in their nervous system, or they have this trauma history because it can feel very unsafe to put your true self out there and see um, how are people going to react to me, right? Are they going to accept me? So that in and of itself, this uh, energy of being seen and putting your true stuff out there and your vision, right? Your vision that you hold, that is so much work. So I think from the point of the nervous system regulation, the more we learn to have these practices where we regulate, but also to be regulated in our lives through all the other things I talked about, it gives us more stability to have a little bit more fluctuation in that entrepreneurial journey, or if we put something out and it gets no response, 
or this month we had double our income and next month we had the half that we expected because the reality is that's what entrepreneurship is. And all of these little changes and fluctuations can be perceived as threats to our survival by our brain. Um, and that's where it comes in that piece of how regulated are you? What are you doing on a daily basis, a weekly basis to maintain that? Mm, so, so, so important because I think as well that what I see with myself, with people like me, you know, and, and probably you as well, like the people who are more sensitive and more easily triggered by, you know, external stimuli. And, you know, you mentioned social media. So that's one of those things where, yes, just being on there, putting yourself out there is one thing, but the fact as well that you have to sort of increase your presence everywhere and mm. you have to be there. And all of a sudden you find yourself being kind of sucked into that, habit of constantly checking like oh you got to be on socials you, you have to be responsive the algorithm must understand that you are there answering your dms and your comments and everything and it kind of like it it just is it, it is so counterintuitive that for us to be able to do something in today's world that really speaks to our soul and goes like you know because what i love to see is empathic entrepreneurs succeeding in today's space right but the very sad truth is as well that if i'm not on socials people are not going to know who the hell i am right mm. and so it's just so it's painful it's really painful to kind of look at that in the face and go like yes i need to walk into the lion's den in order for me to succeed and put my voice out there so i'm wondering like what do you see from your entrepreneurial journey what has helped you um what have been kind of the you know perhaps even the um kind of symptoms for you to go like oh i'm i'm going out of balance you know i'm 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 getting sucked into this a little bit too much or i'm i'm getting a little bit overwhelmed with this whole thing like how do you how do you view that from your point of view yeah, that's such a good point because the one thing I hear from my colleagues or everyone frame that is burnout, 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 right? Everyone's getting burned out because of this constant need to be present, put ourselves out there, respond to everything. But then also, you know, depending on what it is, what entrepreneurial work you're doing, you're working with your clients. You might be dealing with a client who, you know, um, I don't know, maybe they didn't like something right after that can be very triggering um even the highs right those highs they can be amazing because you get this kind of euphoria but if no one's teaching you okay don't let yourself also go too high because it can lead to a crash and i think that's another point we don't get taught like we need to learn as entrepreneurs oh that's great i had someone purchase my um full five thousand dollar offer oh my gosh but i can't just um allow myself to kind of get dysregulated from that I have to come back and I have to say okay right okay just like if it was a negative thing and someone wanted a refund you know so it's for me when I think I'm getting out of balance it's when I really start to feel that manifestation of burnout 
And because I'm a person who's so passionate about what I do, when I realize I wake up one day and I don't want to go to work, however we frame that, that's a big red flag for me. Because ever since I started this work and I started my own business, I've had that surge of passion that leaps me out of bed at 5.30 in the morning. Um, and whenever there's this twinge of, oh, I don't want to do this, you know, that is a big red flag for me. Uh, in general, right? Of course, there's those little administrative things like I don't love working with payments and all those like little email, you know, marketing and all this. But when it's the bigger stuff of like you're not feeling that passion, I think that's a huge red flag. And then I think you can also look at other areas of your life and you could say, um, so when I'm with my family or my friends, like, am I actually present or is my mind just running through scenarios of what could happen in my job? And what if I don't get this payment? What if I do um, checking my email every five seconds? Okay. That's also kind of a red flag that you're probably hyper aroused. And your brain is on overdrive and it's not able to come back to center and you start not enjoying other parts of your life. So that's also a big red flag. Mm. So what do you do? What do you specifically do? Or what do you um, recommend others do in that moment? Because obviously once you're on the entrepreneurial path and this is what you want to do, because for me as well, I'm going to take a very small detour, but it's like, I've recently had an experience where I've been able to see very clearly what the contrast between my past life and, and the work I used to do versus the things I'm doing now is. Like I've had a long day today as well. It is eight, nearly 9 p.m. where I am and I am sitting here and I am on fire speaking to you right now because this, you know, this topic lights me up and 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 it's so interesting and it's so fascinating. And 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 you know, and so it's it's I know that to be on this entrepreneurial path and to do the things that I'm doing now, like this is what I want to do. And I and I agree there's that, you know, element of positive stress um linked to that. And so I'm just wondering, like, yes, there's the positive stress. And also, I don't want to go back. So even though I'm I'm seeing those red flags and everything, I want to be able to get ahead of them and kind of manage that so that I can keep going so that I wouldn't have to give up and kind of go like, oh, well, that didn't work out. I, I you know, it must mean that I need to go back to my nine to five. Like, what are you... What do you recommend there? That's such an important question. I think that's honestly a huge, um, maybe like an overlooked reason so many entrepreneurs end up giving up. I think it's like this burnout. And another way we could phrase that burnout is like this nervous system that couldn't take the ups and downs, that could not take the fact of getting rejected or that you had to you know, redo a program you thought was gonna be a huge success. So this is a really big deal because we're living in a world where entrepreneurship, there's more and more opportunity. It's so exciting. We have uh, opportunity to do amazing things and get our message out there with like podcasts and all of this stuff. But in the same way, that requires us to really step up with the regulation. So I think 
for me, um, because I do come from this background of natural health, nutrition, um, I do look at the full picture. You know, I'm doing my regulation practices. I'm, well, when that comes up, I'm asking myself, have you been consistent with that? Have you been taking at least one period a day where you're doing your breathing or you're doing your whatever the nervous system practice is? Okay, so I asked myself that. And then I asked myself, you know, are you eating reasonably regularly, right? There's a lot of details we could go into with this, but are you getting a good protein intake? Are you, um, you know, eating foods that are working for your body? And are you eating regularly? Or did you skip a meal or two, right? We are asking, are you drinking water, to be honest, right? Um, are you sleeping? And, you know, we're not going to be perfect on sleep, but if we're way off, we have to be honest with ourselves and maybe block off some time for rest. And this sounds maybe basic for some people, but if you ask the majority of entrepreneurs, I think there's one of those boxes that we're probably not checking off. So I think we have to not underestimate the basics of our health because our nervous system is ultimately going to pick up on a part of our basic foundational health that we're not complying with because our nervous system was designed as a survival mechanism. So if you're not getting regular food intake, right, and, and protein intake specifically, if you're not getting enough water, if you're not getting enough sleep, um, if we're not, you know, taking a moment, again, a couple of moments in the day to regulate our breathing and make sure we're actually not holding our breath all day. These are basic foundational things that are going to set off that kind of survival response of our nervous system. So I think a lot of entrepreneurs, especially we get so passionate, we get so determined, it's very easy to skip lunch. It's very easy to say, oh, look, um, I'm going to have to skip my exercise today. I'm not going to go on a walk because I need to finish this. But we have to realize every now and then that's okay. But if we do it very consistently and we're not getting those basic needs, it's going to add up and it's going to make it a lot harder for you to feel regulated and in control of your business. So very true. I have like two thoughts to that. Firstly, I think that there's like, I'm, I'm sensing like a checklist almost, mm -hmm. you know, in the making for you there. Like, I'd love to get something from you, which is like, okay, here are the pillars. Like, I know the pillars. Sure, yes, water and this and this and this. But like, if I had it in front of my eyes, like, okay, here's here's the basics that you need to have in place because this is, like, you are the foundations of your business. Like, there is nobody else, like, especially in the early days, um, to take care of your business which means that if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not taking care of your business either. Um, and so, you know, I'd love to get something like that from you if that's on the cards for you. But the second thing as well is it's very interesting yeah. that um, it's kind of like I had, I had a conversation with, um, with a friend of mine. I call her my friend now. She's been on the podcast as well, Pam. She's like, um, the you know I, I call her the the fairy godmother of, of finances she's a cfo and and she has a podcast on, on on entrepreneurship and how to manage finances as a small business owner and we were kicking off a conversation i think she was on my podcast and and that they i think i had taken a break a little bit and and i said like yeah i've 
you know, I've just taken a break because I, I just, you know, I just needed it. I, I felt it in my body that I needed a break today. And she was like, yeah, isn't that what we got into? Like, isn't that great? Like, isn't that what we get got into entrepreneurship for? And it was such a simple mm. thing to say, but it hit me so very hard in that moment because it's like, but isn't it? Because we always talk about like, oh, I came into this entrepreneurial journey because I wanted the freedom. Yeah, sure. I wanted to, you know, there's this whole like vision part and, and, the, and the kind of purpose part. But also we come into this because we want financial freedom. What does financial freedom give us? You know, agency over our time, right? To do whatever we want to do with that time. And so it's so interesting that we kind of keep forgetting that that with all of this responsibility to make sure that your business is flourishing also comes the freedom to one day just decide, no, I'm not going to push myself, you know, and it's so hard to do when you are, as I said as well, the only person who can make things happen in your business. Yeah, that's such a good point. I love that. It's so true, like remembering why we started this. And of course, part of it is for the passion, but part of it is for yourself and your family and having that flexibility, not being confined. And um, it's really challenging to go through this kind of transition, but it's also so empowering because if you think about it, you have so much power, like you have that power to give your business its impulse and to get it out there and realizing that, wow, the only way I'm going to be able to do that is if I invest in myself time it includes money sometimes, right? Um, and it includes, you know, energy because now you're putting energy into, okay, making sure I do give myself that 30 minute walk or I do cook this meal, right? Or whatever it is. But not only is your health going to get better and you're going to show up better in other areas of your life, your business is also going to get better. And I see that a lot. Mm, so very true. So I think you have a practice for everybody to take away from this conversation that you wanted to introduce. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to just give you guys a couple different breathing patterns you could try um, during your workday even, right? You don't necessarily have to take like a 15 minute break and do a meditation. These are things you can do in your car. You can do between meetings. You can even do it while you're walking or whatever right? So one way, if you're a person who tends towards more anxiety and more hyper arousal, um, one way to bring that nervous system back into the parasympathetic, so the rest and digest part of your nervous system, is to do a type of breathing called calm breathing. And in this breathing, you're inhaling through the nose, and you're exhaling through the mouth as if you had a straw in your mouth. Okay, so you're gonna imagine that. Now the trick is here with the inhale is half the time of the exhale. So we can do three counts on inhale, six on exhale, or four inhale, eight exhale, but the idea is that it's half and half. So we're gonna look at that. In the other piece I always talk to people about when we start with any type of breath work is that we are trying to access our diaphragm when we are breathing. 
We don't ideally want this chest to be moving a lot when we're breathing. We want the diaphragm, which is right below the rib cage. It's not your belly button. I think a lot of people think they need to kind of like inflate where their belly button is. That's actually not it. The diaphragm is a little bit above it. That's where you want to feel um, your breath. So what I like to do when people start working with this is actually put a hand below that rib cage and it's right towards the center. So that can help you. And just through that touch, you actually start to understand how to send your breath there a little bit better, but don't get frustrated. If you do it the first few times, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm breathing in my chest, right? It takes practice. So this is a good practice. So we can even try it together now. Um, so we're going to inhale, starting with our nose, we do the inhale, we do one, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, in the nose, three, four, out the mouth, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, and you kind of get this concept, this idea, and you keep going at your own pace, and you can change it to the three, six. A lot of it is about finding where you feel comfortable. And when we start working with our breath, we find that usually we're pretty constricted. So a lot of people should start more with that three, six rhythm, and then move towards the four, eight. And as you do this, it does get easier. I promise. When I first started this stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even do the exhale of six, you know? Um, and then as you go, you realize, oh, I can fully exhale. I can fully inhale. And this is really rewarding. Okay. Um, mm. That's the practice. That's one practice that you guys can do anytime. Yeah, for sure. Because I think as well, when it comes to the breath, right, we can we can go a couple of days without water, we can go weeks, mm -hmm. I think, without food, basically, but how long can we go without breathing? So that definitely kind of sums it up, I think. Um, thank you so much for, for sharing those practices. These are so, so very useful. Yeah. So where can people find you? Where can people go and have a look at, at your work? What do you do? and and find a work with you as well yeah so right now i have a lot of my base on instagram so you can look at at kendall my name k-e-n-d-a-l-l -L underscore hitch h-i-t-c-h and i have my links up there to my website um i do sometimes free master classes sometimes i work with breath work sometimes i do more of those um Kind of hormonal health related topics. So I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, but I also do have a short course on specifically using the breath and all the different things you can do with it for regulating your nervous system, releasing emotion, um, energy, and bringing yourself back into kind of alignment and balance. So I do have a short course for people who are just interested in that aspect as well. All right. And I'm assuming um, we can find it on your Instagram or else in your uh, on your website. Yeah, my website has that link for the course, um, which is in my links on Instagram. The website right now is under healwithkendall.com. 
but it's going under rebranding. So depending on when you listen to this, in a few months, that address could change, but it will always be on my Instagram um, links in the bio. All right. Sounds good. Well, so, so, so happy to have had you here. Um, I'm so very excited for everybody to get a listen to this episode. Uh, and thank you so much for, for sharing all of your wisdom. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's always great to chat with you about these topics. And I hope you guys enjoyed it.